are now listening to Hope Changers Podcast. Hey. All right, guys. Welcome. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Hope Changers Podcast. This is episode, I don't know. You is this you just going to keep going with that I'm one? I'm going to keep going with it until oh, I gosh. can look at we're the other one and set. see which one it is but well we're almost um we will name this one later <laughs> but we're almost at 30 i know that much we well, didn't make it to 30 that yet. when they click on it they'll know what the name of it is <laughs> yeah well yeah i guess it's 29 so we'll know. say 29 this Holiness. is episode go ahead no you said the title already Oh, episode holiness. Episode holiness. <laughs> well, that is the topic, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. This is episode 29 of the Hope Changers podcast. How are all you guys doing? Great, I hope. <laughs> I hope so as well. Um, we are coming to the end of September, going into the fall season. Whoop, whoop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the fall? Is that why you added um, a whoop whoop? For the first time in forever, I think I am looking forward to the fall season. Why? I don't know why. Because oh. I'm a summer baby and I love warm weather. And I have enjoyed the summer strictly because of it's just being warm. Okay. But for some reason, I'm looking forward to the fall. I guess because there's a lot of things that's going on in fall, especially in October. October 7th to be exact. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> you can go ahead and announce it again yes Might my book well. <laughs> the lord doesn't create losers is out on october the 7th that is a friday mm-hmm. save the date it will be an ebook at first and we'll bring out the print in november that is the plan so please support i've worked hard and I think the Lord is going to bless mightily with this book. Mm-hmm. I keep saying it because I, I feel so strongly about this 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 book that I've written. It is good. Yeah. And I can't wait for you guys to read it. So October 7th, The Lord Doesn't Create Losers. That is my new book. It is coming out October 7th. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it throughout this time. October 7th. That's a Friday. So please support. Amen. 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 All right. <laughs> So, well, you already said the topic, yeah, yeah. but before we get into the topic, mm-hmm. I just wanted to speak a little bit about this uh, thing that's been going on and it's going to lead into our topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you have not heard, well, I'm sure you probably heard already. Anyone who's I mean, a sports some fan. Some people haven't though, well, because I it, didn't know about it until you said it today. Okay. Well, I don't follow that. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much the, the the head coach of the Boston Celtics, Ime Udoka. That just sounds funny, Udoka. I mean, is is he African? I what guess is, so, I guess. Sounds, he might be Nigerian, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Udoka. Maybe a listener from right. <laughs> out if, there. If someone out there that, that's, from. <laughs> that's from Africa who's listening, Let us tell know us on know. our Instagram, Hope yeah. Changers page. <laughs> yes, yes. But um, he... Was suspended for the entire 2022-23 season because of some violation company um, policy violations that he um, made against the company. Pretty much he was having a quote-unquote consensual affair with another woman who 
has not been named nor has been fired at all in this situation. He's the only one that's been punished, which is kind of crazy because I've never been a part of any company where some, some type of scandal of this sort has happened. One person leaves and the other one stays. I've never seen it. Normally everyone gets fired, but another story, another time. Um, he is being suspended and rumors are that this woman in question was possibly allegedly the wife of the vice president of the Celtics organization and possibly other women that was a part that was married to higher ups in the company he was also messing with. So this is a messy thing that is going on within the uh, sports arena, the NBA to be exact, which is not shocking because NBA players and athletes, entertainers, they all seem to just mess around and, and do certain stuff like that anyway. Not all, not all of them, but many do stuff like this. So hopefully he can get um through this. Hopefully he is, he's not completely terminated um from, being the coach of the Boston Celtics, they just went to the NBA Finals about two, three months ago where they lost to my boy, Steph Curry. Shout out to Steph. Hope he listens. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but <laughs> but he just lost to them. So I hope he's, he keeps his job. But this is leading now. I'm saying all this because it's leading into the topic that we're talking about. Now, he supposedly is engaged to Nia Long. Everyone knows who Nia Long is. If you don't, famous actress. She's been known in such notable movies as Friday. She was Will Smith's girlfriend in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, if you don't know who it is, Google her. But they were engaged for a few... Uh, they've been engaged for about seven years. They have, I believe, two kids together. And... This leads into the topic of what we're talking about holiness because this is holiness to the Lord is kind of like a relationship. When you, um, when you, uh, be, you can say, uh, forget everything else and pick up your cross and walk with Christ and stay away from things that would cause you to stray. That is holiness unto the Lord. And you're showing that you are in a relationship with the Lord. Am, am I right on that? Yes. So when you are doing those things and you're showing you're in a committed relationship, you don't go outside of that and try to do anything else. You stay right there. You stay committed to whom you're committed to. Mm -hmm. So the same way the Lord is, is committed to us. Matter of fact, scripture says that he's married to us. Mm -hmm. We should walk in the same level of commitment to the Lord and that situation I rung that situation up with the coach because he he um he pretty much you know strayed from his commitment to his relationship with his with his lady yeah well holiness in the word um is being set apart just yeah it it, know, it, it is yeah. it does mean that it does mean that as well but yeah. I I know that you know I see the parallels in between a relationship with Christ in relationship with the Lord. Right. Cause we are to be faithful to him. Right. And right. being faithful to him is a part of being holy. Cause he requires that we be holy. Right. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the other reason why we're talking about holiness tonight is <clears throat> I just came off a fast. So thank the Lord. That fast was edifying. It was uplifting. And it was it was very uh, eye opening. Some of the things that the Lord was giving me. It ended today. So hallelujah. I can eat whatever I want again. And I thank the Lord for the fast, but I thank the Lord for the fast, but I, I was excited to eat at five o'clock. So, so I am, um, just finished today. And one of the things that the Lord was impressing upon my heart, um, I think Thursday, and I think I told you about it, babe, um, that the Lord was impressing upon my heart about, um, giving me scriptures about holiness and he's stressing holiness because something that I believe that we are not seeing in the church a lot today is a, a set apart believers. I think the church is in a weird space right now that we're do, that we're trying to be a lot like the world in order to try and win them. And in a way, it's kind of. And in a way, it's kind of backfiring on us from what I'm seeing, because there's supposed to be a difference. Instead of partners, as you as you said, there's supposed to be a difference. And we don't really see that anymore. Not saying it's not there, but we can't differentiate. It's almost like you can't really differentiate anymore. It It is. Yeah, it's blurred lines, really. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, when it comes to holiness in the word, and quote unquote holiness that you see in the church is like night and day, because right now there is really no holy. Yeah, there is. If you think about it, um, there is no holiness in the church. You could say that. And the, you could and, say that. Yeah, and the Lord is still the same. His word does not change. He does not change. He's still the same, and he still requires us to do things in order and the way that he ordained it in the word. Mm-hmm. So um, holiness is, is, what, is what he wants. But even um, <clears throat> as we spoke about before with the music, and, you know, some people talk about bridging the gap and stuff. And I understand you want to get young people into the church and you want it to seem cool and stuff like that but the lord said that if i be lifted up i'll draw Draw all men men unto unto me me. so we just lift up christ and let him draw those into the sheepfold and not us you know uh going outside of the realm of holiness to bring people in you know, now yeah. when it comes to, because what's coming to my mind is gospel rap. When it comes to rap, I have no issue with rap. I think the Lord gives people gifts to put words and rhymes together and things like that. Um, but um, there are other things also that would deem as not holy. So what I mean is... We were, I don't know what show that was. It was on, that was on TV a while ago where um, someone who I'm not going to name is a famous person, a famous gospel singer. She was out in the streets trying to witness, but she purposely dressed like a hooker just to try and, excuse me, win those people. 
and me and my husband were talking and we're like, uh, that's not really, you know, we don't think that you should go to that extreme. And there was another story that I heard where a pastor would like sag his pants or something going out witnessing or something like that to bring in. It was either while he was preaching or while he was going out witnessing or something. And it was like something that was just maybe a few years ago um, where I heard that story. But just to win the younger people or just to win people, he would like sag his pants. Those two um, examples to me are just a little extreme and you don't have to go there because I was just telling my husband, okay, if she dresses like a hooker, who's going to see how you should dress? You know, you're coming to this hooker or this street person and they're dressed how they're dressed and you come to them about Christ looking like them. Um, Just imagine how they'll think (laughs) unless you let them know I'm dressed like this because I just wanted to relate to you. But I don't, you know, who's going to just say that? And, and I understand she wanted to relate, but, just, you know, just 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 dress appropriately so that she can see, oh, well, this is how I should dress. When the Lord changes me, this is how I will look or should look. But, but the, I have to take issue with that for a second, what you said. Um, not in a bad way, but I, I always think about, like, what you said um um about dressing a certain way in order to relate why has why is it that us as believers we always have to seem like we have to do stuff to relate to the world as if we didn't just come out of the world it it to me it just makes no sense well we think that our methods of winning people to christ is going to work Rather than the Lord's methods. If he's like, hey, just be holy. Just lift me up. Just be an example. Just just love. This is what the Lord says in his word. And we're like, no, uh, we're going to do it this way. Thanks, but no thanks. Right. And it's, now it's you're crazy. like, okay, you're getting away from holiness. You know, now the Lord is like, well, that's not the way I ordained it to be. And now you're moving away from holiness. Right. Yeah. Instead of just staying in a realm of holiness and abiding in a vine, you know, you're moving away now. And mm-hmm. and and now it's 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 getting a little blurry. The set apartness is getting a little blurry. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I just never understood that. And I get what you're saying. I just I'm saying I don't understand it because I believe that we don't have to do that. We, we don't. don't have to do that at all. We don't. We at come all. out of the world. We know how it functions. We were a part of it, as as the scriptures um um coming to mind. Paul said we all had our conversation in times past mm-hmm. in the ways mm-hmm. in the ways of the world. Mm-hmm. We know how that works. Mm-hmm. So it just puzzle. It's it's just puzzling to me that when we get saved. And we're going out to witness to um to the lost that all of a sudden we act as if we act as if we can't relate no more. Mm-hmm. You can still relate, yeah. but you don't gotta put on the uniform to yeah. relate. Yeah, you can relate you're to showing, them with your story, your life. Right. You yeah. you already have the story. You have the wounds to prove it. You're now going out there to show, hey, I made it out of because the Lord pulled me out of it right. and he can do the same for you. 
I don't have to I don't have to stoop down or I don't have to shun holiness in order to relate. Right. Right. And I think that's the biggest problem. And I think the reason why the church, us as the church, and I see it mostly. And again, I just have to speak from um, seeing it mostly when it comes to the black church, because, you know, that's that's what we're in. You know, that's what we frequent. I think the I think the pressure comes in because of the cultural stigma around around Christianity when it comes to in our community. You know, some people don't believe the white man gave us Christianity. Um, Some people believe that some people have told me the reason why they don't believe because they don't believe in Christ because that that's a Eurocentric version of christ he really was black so you're saying your previous comment you're saying that people you said that people don't believe because the white man say it again (laughs) because the white man get has given christianity to us oh so you're saying that's why some people don't believe in the word okay believe in christ in in our community in our community so they, they they believe that they believe the Eurocentric version, as I said. They believe Jesus is black. Since they don't teach that, we're not going to go to church because they just teaching fallacies. It's a it's a whole lot that comes along, that comes along with it. Um, but it's just not true. Yeah. It's just not true. Yeah. And we got to get away, and we have to get away from that totally. Mm-hmm. And we have to stop thinking that. We have to stop acting as if. If we're set apart and the Lord has us set aside for his work and his purpose, stop letting the world or or in cultural norms make you think you have to do some stuff to feel like, hey, I'm still I'm still down. I'm still I'm, I still know what's going on out here. I can still get it popping if I need to. <laughs> you know, what I mean, and I think that's one of the things that pressures people. Um, especially in our community, when it comes to the gospel, we don't want to live set apart. We want to still have that camaraderie to say, Hey, I'm still, I'm still your boy. I'm still your girl. We can still do this, that, and third, but it always clashes because the devil creates commute, uh, culture. Mm-hmm. This culture is created by the enemy. Mm-hmm. All of it. Yeah. Whatever race you want to put on a black, white, Hispanic, all the the foolishness that comes along with it, he's the creator of this culture. Well, I think people still or being, the perverter of culture. I'll say that. I think people still wanting to be cool is kind of it goes along the same lines as being a people pleaser. You know, you want to mm-hmm. still that's a big you one. Want, yeah, that's you want to have the you want to have the Christian life and, you know, have Christ, but you also want to still please those people out there in the world. You can't serve you two can't, masters. Yeah, you can't do that. You, you have to, both. you know, g- give it up and, and carry the cross as the Lord says. And although, you know, for those who are, are um, seeking to walk with Christ, it is a daily thing and it is, you know, a struggle in some areas to pick up our cross and to deny ourselves and deny our, people pleasing or wanting to people please but for those who are who are not really struggling and they're just like 
well, I'm going to do Christ over here, but I'm going to still do this over there. Right. You know, that, that could be an issue. And in yeah, those cases, you know, you're not um, exemplifying what the Lord has called you to do. You're not exemplifying holiness. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So what? why do you, just a question for you, babe. Because mm-hmm. you, you, this is, this is your wheelhouse right here. Oh, holiness. Yeah, this is your <laughs> wheelhouse. Why do you think, We've gotten away. I mean, we touched on it a little bit, but there—that's just kind of. I think there's symptoms. I think there's a main reason why mm-hmm. we've gotten away from holiness. What well, what what do you think is the main reason why we've gotten away from holiness? Well, I honestly think it's because of what the word says. In the last days, lawlessness will abound. That's just what it is. Lawlessness abounding. <laughs> that is very it's true. It's the last days, and lawlessness yeah. is abounding. And it and says it lawlessness says abounds because it because lawless because it abounds. The the hearts of men will wax cold. Yeah, yeah, and it says that people will fall away. So in yep. these last times, the enemy is just trying to grip up whoever he can and take with him. Yep. But That's the true. Lord is still calling us to holiness, and He wants us to still walk in that way. He's and so that's I think that's the reason why, um, you know, the church has gotten away from holiness and into the things that are going on in the church are not new because Paul in the word also addressed these same things that are going on in the church. He addressed it with the adultery, say it again. especially with the Corinthians. Yeah, he yeah, in the, in the, the Corinthians. Yep. yep, in the book of Corinthians, he addressed these same things that are going on with us, and so. Excuse me. I just I just think that uh you know, it's the last days and um yep, to answer your question. <laughs> okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you you're all right. You're all right. It is the last days and that's something that we and that's why even you saying that that makes this this topic even more important and even more um e- even more uh, urgent that we stress this because that's what the Lord was stressing to me in in prayer throughout my fast holiness and he was saying that the time is short and um, what's the scripture Hebrews says follow peace with all men and holiness for without holiness no man shall see the Lord see the Lord yeah holiness is the standard for us to get in. Mm-hmm, it is. And I don't think we realize that. I think no, we, we don't. I think mm-hmm. we are comfortable yeah. with saying, I know Christ, I am saved. Yeah. But there's a standard that we must that we have to walk in. And and we and we're not sitting here thinking trying to make anyone think that we are perfect. No. Because as so many pastors that I listen to, and even my pastor even uh, the past, our former pastors back home in Philadelphia used to say, we're not being, we're not perfect. We're being perfected yeah, daily because it's sanctification. Yeah. But I think we take that and use it. And Paul addressed this in Romans too. We use it in vain. Right. We use it. Think that he says, um, shall grace abound. Shall, I mean, is it, I probably saying it wrong. Yes, there we go. About yeah. shall, shall sin abound, right. so that grace may more abound. God forbid. Mm-hmm. So He's telling us, don't use 
this liberty as an excuse to to go about doing whatever you want to do. We must live a set apart life. And it does not and and I'm not accusing everyone of living crazy, but we've been even though we're younger, we're not not we're not young bucks anymore, but we're younger adults. We've been around, we've seen it. We've seen more than enough to say that people are not living how they sing, preach, dance, <laughs> um, um, and minister like they on Sundays. Mm-hmm. People are not living that way. So that that's something that has to change. This this we can't hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, Hamanadanamashanda <laughs> a literal all every Sunday. And then we don't know whether you're a saint or a sinner on Monday. Mm-hmm. That has to change. Yeah. And so that scripture, because I just wanted to clear it up. Romans 6, 1 says, and I'm just going to read in King James. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? And I'm going to read verse 2. That was 1. Verse 2 says, I'm getting it. God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we have, so there's a standard. There's a standard, guys, in that, and we have to, we have to live the standard and live the standard as, un, as the Lord, as the Lord leads us by, by way of the Holy Spirit. So what are some of the things that the Lord was sharing with you during your fast and prayer? Um, well, the Lord is sharing some personal things about us. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm talking about as far as holiness, as far as this topic. Oh, he well, he you know was sharing I mean? with me that, um, just stressing to me holiness and putting away things that will cause you to stumble. And that right. is the main thing that the Lord wants us to do in this time. Yeah. Put away the things that cause you to stumble. Uh, as, as, as Hebrew says, um, Let's let's cast aside every weight and sin and sin that so easily ensnares yes, us. Yes, mm-hmm. we have and to cast that stuff away. We have to put up. that stuff down. The pastor even today, mm-hmm. the pastor said, "There's some stuff we have to stop." Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's and that's we need to take an inventory of mm-hmm. ourselves, an inventory of what we are doing daily, and and ask the Lord help us to stop. Doing certain things, because yeah. yeah. if it's interfering with your relationship with Christ, if it's interfering and causing you to stumble and 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 stumble and and trip over and trip over yourself, it's time to stop that. It's yeah. time to stop, and we can't use well. The Lord will forgive me. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He will, but mm-hmm. He wants you to stop that thing. He wants you to stop those things. Mm-hmm. So that's something that the Lord was stressing to me with holiness being set apart, loving, not the world. That's in first mm-hmm. John two, fifteen, I believe 15 to 17, love, not the world, neither the things in the world, mm-hmm. for all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, mm-hmm. lust of the eyes and the pride of life. life. Yep. Mm-hmm. We got to stop loving this world and the things that are in it. It may look enticing. It may look nice. It may even look harmless, but we know 
that the enemy can use anything to get you off your square. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just some of the things that the Lord was was sharing with was me. Was there any scriptures um that he had laid on your heart or put on your heart? Um to, well, I just mentioned one in Hebrews. Okay. About that one um I think it's 12:5. Okay. And the one I have pulled up right here, actually the first one that um that he gave me was um in Zechariah. Okay. In Zechariah 14. Okay. Have anybody um has read Zechariah 14. This is this parallels with Revelation, the um, the battle of Armageddon. This um and it says that and it says that in in I'll read the last two verses that he pointed me to. He said in that day there sh- there shall be upon the bells of the horses holiness unto the Lord. Mhm. And the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Yes, every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah, Judah shall be holiness unto the Lord of hosts. Mm-hmm. And all that on all they that sacrifice shall come and take of them and see therein. And in that day there shall be no more the Canaanite in the house of the Lord of hosts. Mm-hmm. That's one of the Lord, one scripture that the Lord gave me. But he was pointing out to me that word holiness. Right. right. He's pointing that word out holiness. That. Right. Set, that set up he wants th- us to be set apart and then he brought me to um he brought me to first john the one i just mentioned right. first john um and in hebrew in hebrews right. okay. in hebrews about um following peace with all men and holiness for which no man would see mm-hmm. the lord so the lord was pointing that out and he was just explaining to me that holiness holiness gets you in Mm-hmm. holiness what he has preparing and i'm just talking about personal stuff for us what he is preparing for us to mm-hmm. go into what mm-hmm. he's preparing for us mm-hmm. to do, to do. Mm-hmm. holiness is going to be the thing that carries yeah. us through yeah, of course because we need to be set apart yeah to do what yeah. he is calling us to do yeah to have what he's wanting us to yeah, have right. and give to us we need to be set apart mm-hmm. we can't just do whatever it is that mm-hmm. we want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, and I think that is something that has been a calling, has been a hallmark in our marriage and our lot in our lives. Mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've been, we've been privileged to be around a lot of people. Um, I would say popular, even people who are, even people who are um, celebrities, sort of kind of, or meet people. But, we've always been kind of like to the side, like to, and kind of on the outside. And now I'm, I'm, I now I realize like, that's, I believe that's where the Lord wanted us to be because he has a work for us that is, um, very big and very important that we need to be set apart in order to hear him and go where he needs us to go. Mm-hmm. So that, that's something that the Lord was, was given to me in, in prayer so this fast was 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 fruitful good it, it very it was very fruitful and i think and that's where this topic came out of this topic came out of fasting right and i think it's good to um you know as we walk in holiness it's good to live a lifestyle of prayer and fasting because mm-hmm. that is what is going to um help us and even jolt us jolt us into um remaining holy Right, Cause yeah. as the Lord told me, um, when I was uh, fasting, it was 
a while ago I did um just was kind of like fasting regularly and the Lord was like, you know, fasting draws me closer to you. He told me that. Yes. And so when we do fast and, of course, pray, it brings us closer to him. I'm sorry that little sneeze was the little one in my lap. <laughs> As I say every podcast, he's <laughs> right, still. pretty much. Little Gabriel is still here in my lap. <laughs> um, but, yes, we the, the, the Father wants his people to live a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. Um so that we can hear him more clearly so that we can be more obedient so that we can know him and have a personal intimate relationship with him um and also just meditating on the word also brings us into intimacy with him right yep yep so this was a good podcast we hope that you have learned um things about holiness we hope that you have made a decision to uh be more holy and and we hope and pray that this podcast uh just just brings you to your knees in in humility to the lord and just say lord how can i be more like you be more be more holy and it has nothing to do with being religious it's just a a relationship with the lord and being set apart right you know allowing him to set you apart whether it be from friends from family from whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. um some people are in a job that the father may not want them in or has friends that he may not want them to have yep or or whatever it is um some people may have businesses that the not saying the lord is upset but he's like you know that's not really his calling for you i'm you know i don't know i'm just throwing things out there but we hope and pray that this podcast episode this particular episode just helps you to um, become more like Christ and in these last and evil days because things will get worse as the word does say to us. But the father keeps his people. He protects his people, provides for good cheer. As Jesus said, be of good cheer because he He has overcome the world. world. Yep. And let me say this before we wrap up. I, I pray and I am praying that the church as a whole that we will get back that we will get back to the thing that made us unique and the thing that made us unique was being set apart and being holy i'm praying that we will get back to that because the world needs to see something different the world needs to see what true spirit-filled men and women look and operate on a daily yeah and with their families and even in 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 individually that's true because people are tired of seeing the same old same old in the world and looking for solutions self self self-help books shows to you know tv show podcast you know just different things that they're searching for um searching for in their lives that would give them help or relief or deliverance but you know all of those things are in christ so you're right the world Mm -hmm. people in the world do need to see something different they need to see a light right so that they can be freed from whatever they're in or um you know so that they can just have a better life and and walk with the king of kings yes indeed and i believe that the Lord is going to revive 
that I believe the Lord is going to revive the church in America. I do believe that the Lord is going to send revival and is in and it's going to be and is is going to be lovely when it happens because it's time. It is time. I'm tired of seeing every bit like from entertainment even on down to even on down to ministries. It's it's becoming too much. We're becoming too assimilated into the world system in the in in the world's culture. I'm praying that we get back to what made us unique, what made us what made the devil want to pay attention to us. Because not saying the devil don't pay attention to us now, because he's always on the prowl. But when the church was when we was walking in holiness, when we was walking in the spirit of the Lord, the devil had more to contend with. Are you talking about like um in the in the word when the church first started? No, I'm I'm um well, I mean we can talk about that, but I'm saying what were you saying? I, I believe that years ago that it was we weren't operating like this. The church. Uh, I, I believe that we we weren't operating like this. I mean we grew up we grew up in the church, so we seen we we've been a part of when it, it when it was uh when things were how can I say on the on the up if 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 we can if we can say that but either way I just want to see it get back I just want us to see us walk in walk in the spirit and truly walk in the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so thank you all again. And we will see you guys for episode 30.